The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Welcome to a celebratory edition of Soap Central Live, everybody. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And this week, as you may have figured out, it's a bit of a celebration. So there'll be cheering and applause and, if we're lucky, maybe even some cake. But uh, I need to warn you, keep the candles away from me because I have enough gel in my hair to set this whole place ablaze. Now, as you may have read, I learned earlier this week that Soap Central Live is now the number one program on the entire Voice America talk radio network. It took about 40 weeks or so to get there, and there were a lot of weeks at number two and number three. But we finally made it to the top. And, you know, it would not have been possible without all of you out there listening each and every week. So this celebration is just as much about you as it is about me. Of course, if Erica Kane were here, it would be all about her. So fortunately, I think her invitation got lost in the mail. I'm in, I would say, a festive mood. So I thought that it might be refreshing for us to spend the next hour talking about all the things that we like about daytime. Sure, we all get frustrated with storylines or characters that are acting like dummies, but we're going to put that aside for this week and take some time to remember why we're all tuning into these soaps in the first place. I look around sometimes and worry that maybe people have forgotten how to be nice. So let's open up the phone lines this week to celebrate what's good in daytime. Head on over to your phones and call in at 866-472-5788. That is a toll-free number, 866-472-5788. And you know what? Let's let the good times roll. And for those of you out there who are still a little shy about calling in. I promise I don't bite, but you can tweet all of your likes to us on Twitter. Just follow along at Soap Central Live, and I'll be sure to check in there to see what you guys are talking about and maybe even read a few tweets on the air. Now, I've been told by the engineer of the show that we actually have someone waiting on the line. Uh, It's Kathy from New York. So, Kathy, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. I wanted to call in and say congratulations about being the number one show on Voice America Talk Radio. Is this Kathy Breyer? It is Kathy Breyer. How are you, Kathy? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. I I saw that news, and I just wanted to call in and say hello to everybody and say congrats to you. Well, of course, for uh, folks out there who may not watch One Life to Live, and there's really no reason why you shouldn't, Kathy, of course, played Marcy on One Life to Live for quite a bit of years. Yes, many years. <laughs> for a lot of my youth. <laughs> Please. For seven but, years, seven years. You yeah. know, it's, it's not just me, and I, I want to thank you so much for, for calling in and being part of the celebration and for the oh, congratulations. Absolutely. But, 
you know, I need to send some of those your way, too. Uh, let's see, A New Bride. You've got a guest gig on uh, Boardwalk Empire, which I, I, is this weekend, I'm guessing. Yes, you're, very, you're right on the money there. Yes, so, absolutely. I am a new bride. and I, so Let's talk about that first. Yeah. That's the soapy goodness. So let's, let's talk. <laughs> let's dish. <laughs> Yeah, well, I got married about a month ago, a little a month and a half ago, and um, it was really an amazing, amazing experience. I never thought I'd get married, but I, you know, met a guy and fell in love, and, and that changed my whole idea about getting married. <laughs> so uh, we, we had a great ceremony and a very small wedding in New York, and uh, then we honeymooned in Greece, and uh, so we had a really, really great time. It was such, it was so much fun to have friends and family there, and Cassie. DePiva, who plays Blair, was there, and uh, Farah um, was there, and there were so many. There were uh, not a lot. Eileen Kristen, who plays Roxy, was there, and JP Lavoisier mm-hmm. was there, and so there were a few people. Um, David Fumero and Melissa uh, Fumero, they were there as well. So we had, I had a you know a small band of One Life to Live livers, lifers there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Um, but not a lot. It was a small wedding. But it sounds yeah. like uh, it sounds like a reunion, a work reunion, almost there for a uh, little bit. Well, those are kind of, they have you know I could, you know there are people that I still keep in touch with, and um, although there were a lot of people that I would have liked to have invited, but unfortunately, you know, most people in America know weddings are not inexpensive. <laughs> I can imagine. So, <laughs> you know, you have to cut corners. Well, let's talk about Boardwalk Empire. It's I, I've seen the the billboards everywhere. Of course, yeah. you can't go to Atlantic City without uh, seeing something for it. But folks <laughs> who aren't familiar with the series, what exactly is Boardwalk Empire? Well, it's it's it is a show set in the 1920s, which uh, is first of all a phenomenal era to do on a show because you get just a sensory experience that you don't really get in today's uh, TV a lot. You know, you have these wonderful costumes and these sets that are just gorgeous and from a different time period, and it really helps set you in that era. And um, it's about 1920s Atlantic City, and uh, the main character who Steve Buscemi plays is called Nucky Johnson, and it's about how he kind of controls Atlantic City and uh, how his power in Atlantic City also, you know, plays out in our history, in the history of America, hmm. and during, prohibition, during the Prohibition period. And where I come in is I play the legendary Sophie Tucker, who a lot of people don't actually know who she is anymore, which is kind of shocking, but she was uh, a vaudeville star. Originally, she started out as a vaudeville star, and then she became a radio star, and then she became a television star. She became a star at the age of 16 and then pretty much was a star until she died in 1966. She was a star for, you know, six over six decades. And I basically, she's very bawdy, and uh, she told a lot of dirty jokes and sang. That's so basically, I, I sing, you know, I tell dirty jerks, jokes and I sing on the show, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> So which one do you enjoy more, singing or telling dirty jokes? <laughs> Both, really. They go hand in hand. I mean, how can you separate them? <laughs> you know, the, it, was, it was actually, uh, I think, my most favorite experience as an actress yet because I got to really, it's such a tr- it was truly just a, f- 
fun character to play and very different from Marcy. Because, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, she's body, outspoken, sassy. You know, this character is, um, she's really a unique character as well because, unfortunately, you know, so far I don't know what will happen. Maybe if people enjoy what they see on HBO, they can write into HBO and let them know that they want to see me on another show. But this character has such an interesting, um, she, she, well, she was real. I can't even call her a character. This person right especially in history, was so interesting. She was so ahead of her time. You know, in the, when she was a young woman, she was, you know, living on her own. She wasn't married. She had a kid. Wow. She, you know, basically uh, helped pay her parents, uh, you know, how she bought a house for her parents. She was very independent. And back then that was not common at all. I was so going to say 1920s. That must have been yeah. really frowned upon. Yeah. No, well... You know, she she got pregnant when she was 16, and um, she got divorced, and she just had this, you know, this need to become a singer. And uh, she left her son with her parents and went off at 16 to become famous. And with, you know, not within a long time period, she started getting work in vaudeville houses and, you know, worked her way up very quickly. And one of the other things about her that I admire is that like, you know, Marcy and like myself, she was a woman with a figure, with a shape, you know, who was voluptuous. And she also got told many times that, oh, she couldn't, you know, she was too ugly to sing on the stage. And so actually in the beginning of her career, she uh, performed in blackface. And then one night she forgot her makeup and she was, you know, really afraid to go out there by her without the blackface on mm -hmm. because everybody was telling her, you know, you're, you're not pretty enough. You're not pretty enough to become a star and she went out there without the makeup on and she became a huge star they liked her even more so um she really is a fascinating woman and way ahead of her time it so. wasn't she if i remember from when i found out that you were going to get this role it wasn't sophie tucker known as the last of the red hot mamas yes exactly that is where that that phrase comes from I and a lot of people phrase. don't know that yeah oh no, yeah i knew the yeah. phrase but i didn't know uh, that that's it was about it Sophie. From. Yeah, it was about Sophie. She really is. You know, she really was kind of the last major league. Well, I w you know, in terms of vaudeville, she was kind of uh, the last of her breed in a way, in terms of that sassy, spunky woman who was not afraid to speak her mind in an era when they weren't allowed to or, quote, allowed to. You know, I mean, since then, there are plenty of women that, ha you know, Bette Midler, of course, is very mm -hmm. famous for impersonating Sophie Tucker and does it wow. really well. But of course, Bette Midler is one of my favorites, and she is definitely in that, you know, in that vein. Um, I hope one day to <laughs> be considered in that vein. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was, it was truly an amazing experience to get to play her. I had a great time on set. And, uh, you know, it's, it's right. These days, I thought the days on One Life to Live were hard. This was even harder. I was in the hair and makeup chair at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I, you know, didn't leave until very late at night. It was a, it was a, it's, it's, it was tough, but I enjoyed every single minute of it. And I hope that the fans watch, you know, if they have HBO, I'm on, my episode airs this Sunday at 9 o'clock. So I hope they watch. Well, we're going to make sure that they watch. We're going to promote <laughs> the heck out of it and let them know. But, Kathy, I want to thank you again so much for calling in. I really oh, appreciate it. It's my it. pleasure. And congratulations again. I really uh, wish you further success with the show, and I think that's great. Well, thank you so much. I'll let you go so you can enjoy your weekend and getting, uh, I guess, big plans to, to watch the show on Sunday. Wonderful. I hope everybody watches. <laughs> Thanks again, Kathy. Okay, talk soon. Bye. Bye.
Well, everybody, that was a surprise that threw off my game here for the rest of the show. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and take a quick break, but we'll go to the phone lines after this break, so stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787.com. Hey, Soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, Soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome our celebration of daytime here on Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And again, I want to thank Kathy Breyer for calling in in our last segment. Don't forget to check her out on HBO's 
Boardwalk Empire. It airs on Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, and her episode is this Sunday, the 14th. So set your TiVos. Uh, and if you have a VCR, uh, good luck setting that, but you can set that too. And uh, make sure you tune in to support her. I am going to now welcome to the show someone who's been on the show before. She's going to help guide me through the rest of the show or parts of it so that we can talk about everything that we love about daytime. It's Tammy Lou from our General Hospital Two Scoops column over on SoapCentral.com. Tammy Lou, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Dan. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you. Of course, you've been a guest on the show before, so I have to thank you. Your contributions, not only to the SoapCentral.com site, but, of course, to the show, uh, have really helped us you know, gain traction with fans and, and really celebrate all the things that we love so much about the soapy drama that we check out Monday through Friday you know, every week of the year. Yes, and I'm very happy to have been part of it. And, of course, I love soaps, too. <laughs> That's why I'm here. So uh, I also want to make sure that everyone knows you guys can call in, too. Uh, it isn't just uh, for columnists and just for me and surprise guests. So if you'd like to call in, head over to your phones. It's 866-472-5788. 866-472-5788. Now, Tammy Lou, you have been known... Uh, from what I've read on the Internet, to watch a soap or two in your time. <laughs> That's putting it mildly, but yes. So let's run off. Uh, let's start with the soaps that you watch currently. Obviously, General Hospital is a no-brainer since you, you write an opinion column on it. But what other soaps do you watch and what other soaps have you watched? I do watch The Bold and the Beautiful. I do watch Young and the Restless, although I'm about a month behind. They're all built up on my TiVo waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> And in the past, I've watched All My Children, One Life to Live. I've watched As the World Turns. I've, I've watched most of the soaps time, you know, on and off throughout the years. So, All but, right. Well, wow. Okay, that was more than I expected. Let's just let's start with the soap at hand. Uh, of course, General Hospital, since I want to say that's your area of expertise. So I would say that. What's going on on the show now that you really like and you want to encourage people who may have stopped watching to say, hey, this is what's good right now, tune back in? Well, I think one of the things that I'm really enjoying right now is the new little budding romance between Siobhan, the lovely Irish lass, and Lucky. He's needed a new love interest for about a year now, I think, <laughs> since he found out his his soon-to-be wife was sleeping with his brother. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and now he has a, a lovely new love interest, and she's uh, passionate and fiery and uh, keeping Lucky on his toes, so I'm really enjoying that. And believe it or not... I'm enjoying the crazy Lisa stalking Robin storyline, <laughs> which it's, it's crazy that she keeps getting away with all the things she gets away with. But in this particular week, she's getting blamed for something she didn't actually do. So I think that they may be on the road to trying to redeem her as a character that she actually has done something good. So, Well, you know, I mean, if you, you do some sneaky stuff and some underhanded stuff, all the time, sooner or later, when something happens, you're going to be fingered for it, whether you did it or not. This is true. <laughs> I mean, she didn't on. get caught for all the things she did do. So, I guess it all balances out. I mean, uh, what she's being accused of now, as opposed to what she did before, do they, you know, come out equal on the scale, or is some worse than others? Well, I think probably the, you know, the, the kidnapping of the baby and scaring the parents was was. On the well, low the end of the bad back. thing, <laughs> the baby's back. Probably the worst thing was knowing that Robin had fallen into the well and just going back to work as though you didn't know that. <laughs> Would probably be the top of her crimes on my list. Well, you know, hey. Uh. 
But I still I like her. I mean, that's the thing that makes... I feel like there must be something inherently wrong with me as a human being that I still like that character, even knowing that she's capable of that. There's something... I, I think maybe it's the vicarious living through some of these characters who are so crazy and do things that we would never do Right. that makes it fun. Uh, and there's nothing really... I mean, you didn't do any research on how to steal babies or set fires or <laughs> boil stuffed bunnies and pots and stuff like that, did you? Oh, absolutely not. Well, then there's still some hope for you. Yeah. <laughs> I've always have a, I have a, a certain fondness for Helena Cassidine, too, who's also crazy. So it's, you know. Like I, like I said, who doesn't love the crazy soap opera villains and, and just the, the madness? At some point, sure, maybe we roll our eyes and think, oh, gosh, you know, they're, they're getting away with another crime. But right. It keeps it kind of fun. So let's talk about maybe some of the other things on daytime right now that you're enjoying as well. Well, I also am enjoying Sam and Jason are having kind of a speed bump in their relationship with Brenda showing up in town. But I like the fact that that their relationship has weathered so many storms over the years and that even though Jason is has somewhat violent and crazy lifestyle that, that Sam keeps trying to work through these issues one at a time as they pop up and I enjoy watching their relationship. I think that's a really strong point right now. And what, I, go ahead. I was just thinking, what makes for you, because sometimes when fans have their favorite couples and someone comes in as a third, uh, as that love triangle in the foil, fans have a tendency to get up in arms. I myself really like sometimes the whole idea of, of tortured couples that have to sort of go through all these uh, rings of fire to finally get back together. But in your opinion, what makes a really good love triangle? Well, I think the thing that makes a good love triangle for me is where I don't know myself which one I want them to pick, that they're so good with both people, you can see why they're confused about it, because as a viewer, I'm confused about it. It's like with Brenda and Sonny and Jax, when that was the big love triangle, I loved her with Jax, I loved her with Sonny, I didn't know who she should pick, so how could she possibly <laughs> know how to pick that there's a redeeming element in both of those relationships? Hmm. Okay, no, that, that's interesting. I'm just thinking now of all the different shows and all the different, I, I know that, you used to write the Bold and the Beautiful two-scoop mm -hmm. column uh, every other week for us, and you know there are some infamous couples on the Bold and the Beautiful. You have Brooke <laughs> and whomever, uh, and then you have Taylor and whomever. Usually, they're they're two Competing women. They're, the they're, same man, right? Their lovers overlap, and there's a lot of of craziness back and forth. So let's talk a little bit about that in terms of do fans get when they invest their time into characters and couples that they really like, you know, do you think that splitting them up is ever really enough to make fans stop watching the show, or do they just sort of say that maybe because they didn't quite get what they wanted, but secretly they're still enjoying the show at the same time? Well, I think if there's, if there's a hope somewhere that they think that that, pos that couple could possibly reconcile, they hang in there. I do think that there are times when people have stopped watching shows because if you're only invested in one storyline in a show and that storyline evaporates, then your interest level has plummeted. You know, obviously, if you're just watching the show because of one couple. But for example, I'm a diehard Luke and Laura fan. Laura's been off the show for years. I'm still hoping that she's going to me a hopeless romantic, but in my head, you know, until they reconcile, I can never stop watching just in case it happens. Well, just in terms of look at uh, Vanessa Marcel, Gia Venazzo. Ooh. Yeah, uh, her very return. Impressive. People have been 
you know, waiting, I, I, what is it, for almost eight years, seven, eight years for her to return. Every three months, she's coming back, she's coming back, and she didn't. And they stuck in there, and finally their devotion and their persistent loyalty paid off. Yes, and now she's back, and she's not back with any of the people we were hoping she'd be back with yet, though, so we're having to be patient. <laughs> but it sweeps, you know, it sweeps. And certainly they have uh, a really good promotional clip for General Hospital out now with, uh, Brenda and Dante and this talk of a mystery baby that Sonny can never find out about. Yes, last week I tweeted, I wonder who the baby is, and everybody was sending back people as far as reaching as, you know, Spinelli to Old Morgan. <laughs> people had a lot of ideas about who the baby might be and where it might be, and it was kind of interesting to see. But, of course, it couldn't be Spinelli because he's as old as they are, so I'm going to have to cross that one off the list. But. <laughs> Well, they're hoping that the baby is really a baby and not code for a diamond or, you know, a pet rabbit. Oh, or, very good. Very or, good. See, I hadn't even thought that far. That would be horrible. That'd be yeah. a, <laughs> that would be a really big disappointment. I want, I want to jump back to Bold and the Beautiful for just a second, if sure, we can, absolutely. because this week it just threw me completely off my game. Okay, Brooke has had many love triangles, but I never expected her to be kissing her stepson and <laughs> his father in the same week, so that was a little... That was fun. I don't know that I have a response to that, but <laughs> except to say, you know, sometimes I think what I, I really love about the soaps is when they pull out something that maybe is so shocking or so, I don't want to say necessarily bizarre, but sometimes bizarre, right. that you just you have to watch. I mean, folks probably by now are tired of hearing me say it, but that's the reason I got hooked on all my children many moons ago. Uh, you had a sister who tossed her sister uh, in a well, dyed her hair, took over her identity, married that her sister's husband, uh, soon-to-be husband. Kind of makes you wish you had a twin, doesn't it? it well, <laughs> who's to say I don't? When the shows are good, it's me. When they're not, <laughs> I have an evil twin hosting the show. Um, but I mean, I'd never seen anything like that. And it just sort of blew my mind that somebody could possibly uh, throw their sister down a well and take over their lives. Uh, so much that it didn't even at that time occur to me that maybe it was the same actress playing both roles. I mean, I was just floored. You don't see that kind of stuff on television. So that, no. I think, is, is some of the stuff that people really like about watching the soaps, particularly we were talking about you know, the crazy soap chicks uh, earlier in this segment with you. And, you know, most people, most people uh, would never think to do any of that stuff, but they do. Uh, on the soaps, and it's sort of like, wow, you know, who does this kind of crazy stuff? Well, we can't do the crazy stuff, but we also can't do the, you know, romantic, uh, like, you know, Jax can hop on his his private jet and fly off to Paris and get croissants for breakfast, so we enjoy that sort of thing, too. I think that we have an opportunity to live a lifestyle that we could not live just by watching these characters that can do that. And, we, you know, you can think to yourself when you're sitting at home, you know, scrubbing your pans out, oh, my goodness, that would be so wonderful if we could do that, you know. Mm-hmm. No, so it's just nice to hear the thought process of people <laughs> to see where they're going. Yeah, hmm. it's, you know, so many things that we can't experience, but by the same token, another thing I think that's awesome about daytime is the things that we can experience. You know, um, I was talking to someone recently, and my mother had breast cancer the same time that Monica Quartermain had breast cancer, and watching Monica go through it and succeed and live through it gave my family hope 
You know, they have real things that they go through and things that they overcome and things they triumph over, and you think, well, you know, maybe that they have a social aspect of things that are going on that they educate you about things, and that's good, too. I think that a lot of times maybe folks have forgotten that. We talked about the Bold and the Beautiful for, well, the Bold and Beautiful for uh, a storyline that was sort of crazy, but right now they're doing a storyline that focuses on homelessness. And that's something that I'm not sure any of the other soaps have done outside of having someone who maybe was living on the streets and turned out to be the daughter that they gave up for adoption. This is actually far more based in reality right now. and It's, it, it's amazing. I actually wrote a letter to CBS and thanked them for that storyline because I, I just thought it was... You know, so amazing. A, a couple of years ago, my husband and I were going to see The Lion King in Los Angeles, and we ran out of gas and accidentally got off in Skid Row. <laughs> and let me tell you, it was my first experience seeing that and having these people just wandering the streets that, you know, hadn't eaten in weeks. I mean, it was it took my breath away. And I it seeing that on the show again was made me so happy that they're letting people see that there are people in our country that are hurting that way and that they've taken the time out of... You know, this soap, instead of having, you know, love triangle for the day, they're saying, here's a problem in our country that no one notices. Let's put some light on it. Absolutely. I don't want to cut you off, but we do have to take our break. So if you uh, want to stick around to the next side of the commercial. Oh, absolutely. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the break. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question? A comment? 
or you just want to dish, please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and we are continuing our celebration of daytime this week. On the phone with me is Tammy Lou from our General Hospital Two Scoops column. Welcome back, Tammy Lou. Thank you very much, Dan. I always want to call you Tammy Lou Who, but that sounds like a creature <laughs> from the, the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> it's okay if you want to call me that. Remember Cindy, you said that. Tammy Lou Who was very cute. Okay, that was Cindy Lou, I think, but you'll be Tammy Lou Who. It'll be fine. Let's go to the phones because we have some folks who are waiting to call in and talk. Let's go first to Teddy. Teddy, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello. How are okay. you? I'm fine, thank you. Well, and how are you? Sh- I'm great, and welcome to the show. I want to uh, have you share some of what you love about daytime. Let's start off first with what soaps do you watch? I watch One Life to Live and Bold and the Beautiful is the newest soap, and then General, uh, Young the Restless, excuse me. Okay, so let's, let's go one at a time. Let's start with One Life to Live. What about the show right now are you absolutely loving? Oh, right now, I'm loving the writing for the Echo, Clint, and um, Bo, and Nora, and um, Rex, that storyline. Um, it's coming out that Rex, uh, Clint, and Echo are actually Rex's parents. Dun, and dun, dun. That's stunning. <laughs> yeah, After all really this time. Is. I mean, Echo was a character from way back when, before she was Reva and Guiding Light, and I remember her from back then, and so for them to bring her bring uh, Kim Zimmer back as Echo, and now come to find out she's the mother of Rex. I think it's terrific. It's sort of a nice pull-through. You know, you've had this story of who is Rex's mother or father for a long time, and yeah. now to sort of it all fall into place in a really unexpected and dramatic way, I think, is a lot of fun to watch. Yes, it is. And the weird thing is I never really wanted for Roxy not to be Rex's mother, but then when the writers decided that was the case, then I thought, well, of course, then you had this ongoing drama forever about who was really Rex's parent. And then that last thing, that didn't make any sense about Lily and Rick. (laughs) So uh, luckily they moved on to something that makes a lot more sense with the Buchanans. And, And to have him tie in to being actually related to the Buchanans is fantastic since, since he's already so close to both. And it makes sense, too, in terms of making character longevity. Let's, speaking of character longevity, there's some characters who've been on The Bold and the Beautiful from day one. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on on B&B that you're really loving. Okay, I have only been watching that since June. That's and, fine. Um, so I don't know a lot. I'm still trying to learn all the characters who's related to, to who and all that, but I really have a good just of what's going on now and i'm loving the the stephanie and brooke relationship i really liked it when i i know they've been um battling for years i guess from what i understand it's putting it and, nicely right <laughs> and so um i like it i really loved it when they were actually connecting and they they both admitted they loved each other and i thought well this would be great if they if they carried on with that but unfortunately it doesn't look like that's going to happen well you can't be too nice for too long on You're the right soaps. That's true. And The Young and the Restless, is, I'm assuming you have a little bit more of a, a history with Y&R? Yes, I've been watching that for several more years. Um, okay. 
And I, um, I, my favorite characters are actually Gloria and Jeffrey, of all people, <laughs> because they, they bring humor to the show, and they make it a lot of fun. They're not on that much anymore, but and the storylines, um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the new storylines. With uh, they brought in um, Mara West from As the World Turns, mm-hmm. and, Di- and now she's Diane, and they're getting her involved with um, Victor and with Jack. And uh, with, of uh, course, Phyllis. And I think that could be a great storyline because, you know, I, it was getting old with Phyllis battling with Sharon all the time. So now she's picked a new battle and now she's battling Diane. So I think that could really be some great storytelling. Well, quickly before I let you go, because we've got a couple other folks I want to get to, how important is humor to the whole daytime drama format? You seem to have gravitated at least towards a couple characters that are very funny. Oh, I absolutely, I love the humor, especially on One Life to Live with David Vickers Buchanan. I love it anytime he's on. He's all, he also plays Bob on Desperate Housewives, mm-hmm. but whenever he's taping for that, then he's not on uh, One Life to Live, but we know he'll come back, and he, he's just so funny, and I just love it every time he's on. I, I think it's so important because people, the fans, they need something to cheer themselves up, not just dreary storytelling all the time, but have some humor and lighten things up, and it's nice to have that, that mix. Well, I want to thank you for lightening up our show today, Teddy, for calling in here. Well, I've enjoyed it. I love talking about soap. Well, so do I. Uh, that's why I do it every week. So I want to thank yeah. you for calling. Okay. Well, thank you so much talk... for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. And hopefully uh, we'll get to talk to you again soon. Okay. Well, I hope so. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, bye-bye. We have another caller, Tammy Lou. Let's get to okay. Joey. I'm not sure where Joey's from, but Joey, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. Actually, yeah, I, I've written Song on Soap Central Live with uh, Bold and Beautiful. I, I love your site. I think it's great. It's the best soap website on the Internet. Thank you. I appreciate Yay. that. So let's but, talk about what are you loving on your soap or soaps that keeps you really wanting to tune in every day? Okay. Well, I, I watch Bold and Beautiful and Young and Restless, and I used to watch As the World Turns. Um, I think right now, like you, you've been talking about this tonight, I've noticed, but I think on the Bowling Beautiful, what they're doing with the Skid Row and, mm-hmm. and just the whole homeless situation, and it kind of goes with what's going on in the country today. And I think, you know, the, the Stephanie and Brooke relationship, to me, they're like the couple of the show. I mean, I know there's like Ridge and Brooke and all that, but I think Stephanie and Brooke, Catherine Kelly Lang and Susan Flannery make the show. I agree. And so, and so, yeah, exactly. So when they have those two interacting, their relationship is so complicated. And then it actually made me cry a few of the episodes with the whole homeless thing and then, you know, getting close to each other. So, Just quickly, and, and this is for both of you, For uh, do you think that the topic of homelessness is working more now because it is so topical, because we do hear about people losing their homes? Or do you think that this is a storyline that would have worked well regardless of the times? Let's start with, uh, we'll start with our callers. Start with Joey. Okay. I think definitely because we're seeing more of it. I live in New York City, live in Manhattan, but I see a lot of stuff going on here too. But I think it's closer to home than it used to be because everything is going on. And I think that, you know, William Bell Jr. is right on. Like he's, he's, um, going with a deeper issue, not just like who is Brooke going to sleep with next. So it, it, I think it does hit home, and I think it's better, you know, it reaches more viewers, that, that message. And Tammy Lou? 
I agree with Joey, actually. I think that so many people, I mean, I know personally, you know, a dozen of people or more that have lost their homes, and it used to be a, a pervasive thought that people that were homeless were homeless because of some fault of their own, some, you know, bad decisions they made. Well, now as more and more people know people that have lost their homes, lost their jobs, these things have happened to them through no fault of their own. They are hardworking people that maybe people are maybe more compassionate towards the issue. Yeah, I think it's one of the things that sometimes I hear from soap fans is they worry that maybe the show's lecture. But I think in this time, this really is something that sometimes I think people forget about. Uh, It's very easy to walk by someone and not pay attention to the fact that, you know, they're they're sleeping on the corner. Uh, It makes me think of the Phil Collins song, Another Day in Paradise. Yes, uh, exactly, exactly. But uh, let me, I want to thank... Uh, Joey, for calling in. Thank you so much for being part of today's show. Oh, sure. We're going to get, because we're coming up to a break, and I don't want to cut anybody off. So thank you so much, and maybe we'll talk to you again in the future. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I have a lot to say about soap. Perfect. We'll mm-hmm. talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. I just want to take uh, a couple of tweets from folks here, Tammy Lou. We have okay. uh, Danielle Denise, who says that she love, love, loves Carolyn Hennessy's portrayal of Diane on General Hospital and says oh, that she's... Oh, how can you not love it? She's phenomenal. She's fab. And we have Emily F., who says that she loves the way that Opal and Asher bonded today on All My Children. And I do have to say that I really like the fact that All My Children is using Jill Larson again. Uh, you know, there's so many characters on daytime, and sometimes there are so few that can really make a scene work with anybody, whether right. it be over-the-top comedy, whether it be heartfelt drama. And I think that Jill Larson's Opal is someone that all my children's writers don't always use as much as what they could. Uh, and I'm thinking on, on some of the other shows, too. You know, there's always those characters that you're like, gosh, I really wish we could see more of X, but for whatever reason, we don't. Uh, I think they typically tend to be some of the older characters or older actors and actresses, too. Yeah, you forget sometimes how good they are until every now and then they randomly throw them into a scene and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember. That that guy's phenomenal. That guy's so talented. And, and it makes you feel bad that there's all this potential out there that doesn't get used every day. But I'm glad that they're still on, you know, they're still on the canvas that they have the, the opportunity to be in scenes from time to time. Well, since our time in this segment is almost coming up, and I'm going to let you get back to working on your next wonderful Two Scoops column. Yay. What on General Hospital do you think is playing out now that you're most looking to see how it turns out maybe in the months ahead? For me, I'll say that it's I'm enjoying the Balkan, only because I have no idea who it is. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. And as soon as we think we know who it is, it, you know, the, the plot shifts a little bit, and you're like, well, maybe no, maybe it's this person instead. So. I'm interested in that storyline too, but you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for romance, and I'm I'm really kind of hoping that Sunny and Brenda find their way back to each other. Although, if she slept with his son, that's highly unlikely. Oh <laughs> come on, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm interested in that romance. I'm I'm looking forward to see how that one plays out. And I also very much, even though it hasn't been touched on for months, I want Lucky to find out that that baby is his. Maybe that'll be our uh, Christmas miracle. But speaking of Christmas, 
Tammy Lou Who. <laughs> I'm going to let you get back to Whoville. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on today, Dan. It's been a pleasure as always. Oh, it's always so much fun to have you here. And uh, of course, uh, without saying, we'll have you on the show again in the near future, of course. Thank you, Dan. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with our final segment for this week's show. So stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787.com. Hey, Soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, Soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. Since we're celebrating daytime, there is nothing more... uh, that we can celebrate than a soap getting renewed. And Days of Our Lives was just renewed through September 2013. Keep in mind, this is a show that also celebrated its 45th anniversary this week, but it was a show that wasn't expected to last past, I want to say 2008, when NBC's chairman said, hey, this show, nobody's watching it, we don't really care about soaps, Uh, don't expect to see it for much longer. So here we are, looking forward to 2013. And I thought it would be Really nice to end the show with our Days of Our Lives Two Scoops columnists, Tony and Larissa, who are going to come on right now to talk about 45 things 
that they love about days and 45 reasons to watch. So, guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. I should say welcome back. Of course, you've been on the show before. Yes. Highlight. Very good stuff. <laughs> so we, we like to team up and cause trouble no matter, you know, <laughs> let's get right to it really quickly uh, so we don't run out of time and give us some reasons why it's fun to watch Days of Our Lives. We'll start with Tony. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, you know, of course I have to say this. They can go to the blog and, you know, get our official reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year we actually counted down backwards from the 45th to the first reason. Um, but just... You know, Days is just, it's a show. You know, you say, hey, I watch Days, and like, you know, more than likely somebody's going to be like, oh my God, that's the one with, you know, Bo and Hope, or, you know, <laughs> Stefano, and then what are they still doing? And they're like, well, okay, later the same day, you know, Bo and Hope are still trying to leave it together. So it's just such an institution. It's just fun, like, you know, it's a, it is a really nice breaker sometimes, you know, just to watch, like, people you never thought would, like, watch a show, like, start talking about it. It is, and you know what's interesting? I was watching, of all things, a Star Trek uh, documentary on A and E or Bio or something last night, and one of the former Star Trek stars said something along the lines of, "You know, Star Trek's been around for 40 years. No other show has been around for 40 years." And I had to stop and think. You know, the soap fan of me went, uh, you know, cracking glass and everything. That you know, there are shows that are on for a lot more than 40 years. So let's turn it over to your cohort, Larissa. Let's give me one or two of your reasons why people really need to be watching Days of Our Lives. Okay, well, my favorite reason is the institution known as Victor Kyriakis, and he's actually the first reason on our list, number 45. For anybody who likes comedy, anybody who likes to be entertained, Victor Kyriakis is the most interesting, funny character in all of daytime. And I say that because I watch other soaps, and I know how funny that uh, General Hospital can be with Carolyn Hennessy's character, and I know David Vickers on One Life to Live, and I still say Victor Kyriakis is hilarious, and the fabulous Johnny Aniston, there's nothing he can't do. So even if you've never watched the show before, and you turn it on, and, and you see Victor, you'll come back just to see him. He's the one character that my husband claims that he doesn't watch the show, but he's like, oh, there's Victor, and he'll, he'll wait in the room for Victor C and then, you know, sleep. So Victor Kyriakis is my number one. And then my other one that I'm going to say is all of the steaming ladies on Days of Our Lives, where a lot of the times, a lot of the villains on soaps are, you know, kind of the the godfathery type guy, and we have Stefano Demera, but, I mean, I would put him up against if, if Sammy, Nicole, and Kate ever teamed up, I'm pretty sure they could take down Stefano. Well, let's see. We have a caller on the line. We're going to have to go through this quickly because we are running out of time. But we have TJ from California. So, TJ, welcome to Soap Central Live. How you doing, Dan? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you so much. So, we're talking about everything that's great in daytime. So, I know that it's hard to maybe get it in in a couple of minutes. But what are you loving on the soaps right now? Actually, I'm a longtime watcher. One life to live. And, okay. Um, loving the pacing and the payoffs right now. I think that those are huge right now. The, I mean, who forget November sweeps? It was October sweeps. Uh, I think for One Life to Live, just it was everything. like every day, every right. day. And I was so worried, like with, that there was going to be full of near misses. Like I, I was really nervous about how long Taya was going to run around in that hospital gown. Um, but actually, they they really moved things along, and, and I think gave people the payoffs that they they wanted that make it make it so amazing reuniting with people or are seeing things actually resolved rather than drag out for months. And, and I think that's one of the special things about One Life to Live is that writing, the, the, the pop-and-click movement that they, they tend to do, which is, which is so great. And a lot I'm of going to put you on the spot before we let you go. What is the best payoff of all of the payoffs 
that One Life to Live had to offer recently? Um, that is, I've been having to stay when Todd and Taya finally saw each other. Um, after all, they went through uh, with her fake brain tumor, which I love, and, you know, the, the bad hospital. But when they finally saw each other in that uh, underground building, uh, yeah, I thought that was amazing. He, uh, Trevor St. John played that really off the hook. And, of course, uh, Sorenzia does such an amazing job with the tears and the expressions. So I think they're such a great couple. And to see that finally um, get together was probably the biggest payoff. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, I love the payoffs on the soaps. It's nothing better than that, particularly if it's out of a sweeps period. Right. Uh, I don't want to have to cut you off, but I'm afraid we're going to run out of time. So, TJ, I want to thank you for calling and being part of our celebration at daytime. Indeed. Thanks, and Dan. I'll uh, talk to you again soon, I hope. Absolutely. absolutely. Please feel free to call in any week. All right. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. Just uh, before we move on back to Tony and Larissa, uh, one of the things I loved about One Life to Live, it, we had uh, Taya and we had her daughter, Danny, who thought her mother was dead, and then breaks in to try to save someone who she didn't know and thought they were kidnapped and kicks down the door and picks it and finds out that the kidnapped victim was her mother who was supposed to be dead. I mean, you, you can't get any better than that, uh, whether it's not on Days of Our Lives, guys, or not. I'm sorry to say, but... Uh, no, it's fabulous. I can't believe that we are almost out of time, so I'm going to give you each... Uh, how about 15 seconds uh, to talk about... Actually, you know what we'll do? How about this? We're going to be doing a special 45th anniversary show with some Days of Our Lives folks next week. Uh, how about for both of you, this is an open invitation to come back next week and talk more about days when you don't have to worry about time. Super. Sounds Tony? good. Perfect. I, I think Lewis and I can definitely do that. <laughs> talk about days. Well, then let me thank both of you for being part of today's show, and I'll talk to you guys again next week. Thanks, Dan. Have Thanks, a good Dan. weekend. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. I have to tell you guys, I've had a blast talking with everybody this week. As I mentioned, uh, coming up next week, there's even more reasons to celebrate. Days of Our Lives is now 45 years young, and, of course, it was just renewed for another two years by NBC. So I'll be joined next week by former head writer Sherry Anderson and Days exec Greg Meng. And then in two weeks, over the extended Thanksgiving holiday, I'll be airing a new and very candid interview with former YNR star Victoria Rowell. That's two shows that you're not going to want to miss. We've just about run out of time in today's show, but with the time that I have left, I want to give all of you out there a message that's sort of circling in my head. You know, I never imagined nearly 20 years ago when I signed on to the Prodigy Internet Service to talk about music and television that I'd ever be hosting a live radio program. Shoot, I don't think that anything I'm doing now was even remotely a figment of my imagination. And your support of the SoapCentral.com website, this program, and by association, your support of me means far more to me than I can ever put into words. And, you know, I'm not even sure that I could draw a picture with my infamous stick figures to convey exactly what it means to know that there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who take time out of their busy days to spend time listening to what I have to say or reading what I'm writing. It's been my mission to not only make SoapCentral.com, but also SoapCentral Live places of positivity, there's no reason why we should be nasty or make fun of performers or trash fans who like different characters or couples. I think the success of this program proves that that's what you guys want, too. After all, we are all soap fans. I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't at least a little bit emotional when I got the call from my executive producer, John, to say that Soap Central Live was now the number one program on the entire Voice America radio network. But, you know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and it's so easy for me to find fault in anything that I do. 
But knowing that you guys out there are tuning in and listening, it lets me know that I must be doing something right. And I'm going to continue talking about this crazy thing that we call the soap opera for as long as you guys want to hear me talk. It isn't just a cliche to say that it wouldn't be possible without you because it really wouldn't. You guys are the best co-hosts that I could ever ask for. And with that, I'm Dan Kroll offering you my sincerest thanks and hoping that you'll tune in next week for another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.